from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Roz. I Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> uh, hey, Mocha. Yes, sir. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Let's do the news! <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. So there's a lot of rumors floating around about Zendaya and Tom Holland because oh, don't say they well up. Zendaya batch unfollowed everybody on her Insta, including Tom. Uh-huh. Um, Tom still follows Zendaya apparently, mm-hmm. but they hadn't been seen together in public since October 25th. Oh. Trouble in paradise. But according to TMZ, somebody in their inner circle said that they did spend New Year's Eve together, so who knows? But she's not following Tom. He's still following her, and they have not been seen together since October 25th. Oh, he's so clingy. So who knows? <laughs> Get over it, man. Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, I forgot. <laughs> so terrible. It's fine. Whatever. She did it for a reason. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So Tom Cruise just did this huge deal with Warner Brothers. So for a long time, so he produces his own movies with his own production companies. He's been doing that since 93. I'm Cruise Wagner. And Paramount was his partner for a lot of years, Mm -hmm. right? They would do a lot of movies. And then they... They sort of broke off that relationship in 2006. Then they came back to do like two more big Mission Impossible movies. So Tom Cruise and Paramount have always had this thing. Mm-hmm. And then so he just signs this huge deal with Warner Brothers Ooh. where to develop like new movies, new everything, all this stuff. And they release all these press releases. All this stuff is going on. And it was huge. It was big. It was massive news. Tom Cruise. His movies have made $13 billion yeah. in his career that he's produced. But the deal is non-exclusive. And so two days after they announced the big giant deal with Warner Brothers, Paramount announces that they, along with Tom Cruise, are doing Top Gun 3. Oh, <laughs> in your face. Wow. Yo, big up Tom Cruise right? for striking that deal. Dude. Like, yeah. that is incredible. And uh, apparently uh, Miles Teller and Glenn Powell are going to be back for this Amazing. one as well. Amazing. Yes. yes. Yo, that yeah. Maverick yes. movie was... Yeah, it, was like, it was good. Yeah. It, I'll tell you, can I... The, the only thing I that I... Go. Yeah, what? What? Can you never just enjoy a movie, period? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> What did you not like about Top Gun? That it pandered so hard to be accepted globally Mm. that the conflict in the movie was nondescript. It was just the The enemy. enemy. Okay. It wasn't like... There was no country. Uh-huh. There was, there, no, it there wasn't was like no, the Taliban. No, there was no country. There yeah. was no organization. There was no nothing. It was the enemy. Uh-huh. You're literally the only person that's right? noticed that. Uh, no. No, a lot of people have. Yeah. It was so, I, I just felt a disconnect with that where I was like, it felt a little too, it felt a little too safe. Whatever. Yeah. But I'm happy for hey, Top Gun 3. Um, this deal with Tom Cruise, like, yeah. are we far off from seeing... They Tom want, Cruise being like the head of a studio? No, that'll never happen. 
No way. No, 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 no. I could actually. Is it because I he just wants to that. make more movies. Yes, he's yeah. a pre- he's a movie producer. He's no, I just, for him. I could see what Mocha's saying though, because like, if you hear about when he's running his set or whatever, and how no, to, because then he's got to start giving Warner Brothers money to Scientology and all that's tracked yeah. and everything yeah. else. You'll you'll never you'll never see Good you'll never Tom see Cruise, that. Though. But they do want Tom Cruise at Warner Brothers to start developing Edge of Tomorrow too. <sighs> Which is, I love that you tomorrow. Yeah. I don't know how you do a part two, but whatever. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, Emma Stone was on the uh, Variety Awards podcast um, talking about her love for Jeopardy and how she oh. wants to be a contestant on Jeopardy. However, if you ever go on Jeopardy, it might help. That's my favorite uh, show. Yeah, well, there you go. That's well, my dream. You know, I apply every June. And nothing? I've no, never got a celebrity? Like, no, 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 I'm I'm sorry. I, I don't want to be. You, you so I, I don't I don't want to go on Celebrity oh, Jeopardy. I want to. I really want to like earn Jeopardy. my stripes. No, I would no. like to go on Real Jeopardy, but you have to do, take the test, and you can only take it once a year with your email address. So every June, I take the quiz, <laughs> and they don't tell you how you did. They just say we'll let you know in the next nine to twelve months if you got on the show. And, and guess what? I haven't gotten on the show, but I watch it every single night, and I mark down how many answers I get right. And I swear I could go on Jeopardy. <laughs> oh my. I love that she's such a nerd like but that. But I get what oh, she's saying, that. though. Celebrity Jeopardy is all jokey and stuff, and the money goes to charity. If you go on regular, like, the real Jeopardy, yeah. that's a true competition. But is, are the questions harder on real Jeopardy yes, than Celebrity absolutely. Jeopardy? Oh, they are. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I got you. I got you. Does Emma Stone not kind of sound like Maria? Oh, play that again. Listen to this. If you ever go on Jeopardy, it might help. That's my favorite um, show. No, well, there you go. That's well, my dream. You know, I have like, like, a lower, a deeper octave, I guess. Pie every June. And nothing? I've no, never got Maybe a celebrity? Like, no, no, I'm I'm sorry. I, I don't want to be. No, you, you so wanna I, I don't, I don't want to go on Celebrity oh, Jeopardy. I want to, I really want to like earn Jeopardy. my stripes. I would like to go on Real Jeopardy, but you have to take the test. Right? Doesn't she sound So, Maria, say, I'd like to go on Real Jeopardy. I'd like to go on Real Jeopardy. No, yeah. Now you, now you just yeah. sound like Maria. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we already gave the example. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. The weekend's blinding lights just made Spotify history. By doing what? Uh, by becoming the first song to reach four billion total streams. Four billion total streams. Wait, who was a previous record holder? Uh, Ed Sheeran's Shape of You, uh, 3.74. So I think Shape of You was the first song to hit three billion, I think it was. But then Blinding Lights just crushed everything. Uh, So Ed Sheeran is at number two at 3.7 billion. Louis Capaldi's Someone You Love, 3.15 billion. Post Malone's Sunflower, 3.1. Dance Monkey, 2.9. And then just outside of the top five is another weekend track, uh, Starboy, with uh, Daft Punk. So four billion streams. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Madonna in Toronto last night. uh, Went on after 10 is when she's going on during this tour. I had no idea. Too late. Too late. She may have to go on earlier tonight because my sources tell me they have to get the rink ready for hockey. Uh, So she's going to have to get out. Well, so far on the tour, she's not gone on before 10. I know. So I don't think it's going to happen. They'll just pay the fine. Our stage is massive. Like, when did everybody start doing these massive stages that take up the whole floor area? Like, nobody just does a regular stage anymore. Bro, because stage setups have been like this? Like, like, this goes all the way to the back. Yes. Like, no, I've seen halfway. I've seen, like, partway. Maria. Yes. I have a, well, there's a theory. Yeah. That they do that because they can't sell enough tickets. But if you look at Madonna's stages over the last several tours, she always has a runway down the middle. Because she can't sell enough tickets. But this is three runways. (laughs) 
Oh, three that's a lot runways. of tickets. Yeah, yeah. So. that's a lot of seats right there. <laughs> my friend Trevor, my friend Trevor was like front row at one of the runways. Trevor. But there isn't. There's there's, this, this there's the first fourteen front you, rows. Yeah, this is the first time we ever heard of this uh-huh. Trevor. Yeah. Trevor Frankfurt. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's Actually, the airport, Maury. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I know him. Get more original. Uh, play some clips here. What do we got? Vogue, like a prayer, holiday. Yeah, what do you want to do? Yeah, her lip syncing is on point. Oh, Please damn. don't ruin this. Uh, like hey, a prayer, like a prayer, one of my favorite Madonna songs. She had like a man carousel. Did you see that? There's no. like a carousel of men with like leather masks on. We should yeah. all have one of those. Yeah. Wow, it was kind of cool. <laughs> all right, cool. Holiday, we got holiday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, look at that lip syncing. Amazing. Oh, God. Uh, you want to hear her talking to the crowd? Not really. No? Okay. Uh, Uh, You want to hear into the groove? Sure. Uh, That's some kind of myth. Tonight was the first night. Um, she did like a prayer we know. Open your heart. Oh, I love open your heart. She did holiday. Uh, everybody, erotica, bad girl, Vogue, human nature. But she did one song acoustically, which I found weird. Express yourself. She did acoustic. Oh, which weird. is weird to me. She but, usually uh, does like a virgin acoustically. Um, then she did don't cry for me, Argentina, Ray of Light, Frozen. Uh, she the last two songs were "Bitch I'm Madonna" and then "Celebration." That was the la- the last two. Well, "Frozen" she only does like thirty seconds of it. Yeah, no, there's a lot of like contains pieces of like there's Got a lot it. of shortened versions of songs. So there's twenty seven songs on this oh, list. Wow! So she didn't do all of them full length. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, there was a new survey where they. Uh, Asked people simply things that they believe in. Like, do you believe in blank? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'll go through some of these things right now. Mocha, I would like to know from you, okay? Okay. Uh, do you believe in aliens? No. I mean, yes, sorry. Yes, yes of course. Uh, 50%, 57% of people said that they believe in aliens. Uh-huh. Uh, do you believe in ghosts? No. Liar. We have proof that you do. 61% of people believe in ghosts. <laughs> do you believe in the devil? No. I mean, no. Shem. Oh, Shem's not here. Oh, where's Shem? Snatched up by the devil. Oh, no. The devil got him. It's just an empty chair. I'm just looking at Shem's empty chair right now. Yeah, the, de- the devil's... Devil. What happened? I think oh, he went to the bathroom. Where did... Maria. Oh, Maria. Oh, oh my God. And, and Maria's not there. Oh, no. Get oh, no. by the devil. <laughs> the devil's like, not today. Uh, okay. Uh, do you believe in Jesus? Shem? Do you believe in Jesus? <laughs> oh, no. Maria's trying in there, trying to turn her own microphone on. No, it's oh, not no. working, Maria. You have to go around to the here, other here, side. Maria, come in here. Come, come in here. Come in here. Just come in here, Maria. Come in. Come in. Come in. Come in. Come in. Oh, no. Where's she? Oh, now she's going wow. to run the quarter show. mile. Like, legit kidnapped. Good thing she's the young one, huh? I don't know what happened. You just left all the keys went off. Okay. Okay. Just oh, here. God. Jump on the. Jump on the. Grab a microphone here. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, one of those. Okay. I'm back. Hello. Okay. There we go. Uh, okay, so, uh, uh, do you believe in the devil, Mocha? No. No. Maria? Uh, yes. Oh, uh, Maury? No. Okay, do you believe in Jesus? No. No. 
You don't believe in Jesus? No. Okay, like that Jesus was like a real guy? Like maybe he didn't oh, no, heal no, no. people? And, yeah, yeah, no, real guy, like back kiss, in the day. Kiss lepers and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. 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 But uh, they just Hollywoodified the stories. Uh, um, uh, Maria, Jesus. Yes. Yes. Uh, do you believe in miracles? No. Maria. Yes. Maury. Absolutely. I met you. Wow. Do you believe oh, do you believe do you believe in God? Mocha. No. Uh, Maria. Yes. Maury. Yes. Sometimes. <laughs> uh, do you believe in hell? Mocha. Uh, no. Maria. Yes. Wow. Maury. Sometimes I live in it. Do you, do, do you believe in do, apparently she's down there right now? Do, do you believe do you believe in heaven? No. Mocha. Maria. Yes. Maury. Absolutely. 85% of people. Uh, do you believe in reincarnation, Mocha? No. Uh, Maria. No. Maury. I do. Uh, do you believe in witches, Mocha? Witches? <laughs> yes. No. Maria. Kind of. Maury. No. <laughs> 46% of people polled believe in witches. No, like on the broom, oh, 40, though. Like, not like witches on the broom. 46% of people believe in witches. By the way, 72% of people polled said that they believe in hell. 85% said that they believe in heaven. 80% of people believe in Jesus. 83% in miracles. And 85% in God. So 85% of people believe in God. Only 70% of people believe in the devil. Uh huh. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Critic Choice Awards last night. Uh, Oppenheimer was a big winner, uh, taking home eight awards, including Best Picture for Christopher Nolan and Supporting Actor for Robert Downey Jr. Our Barbie followed with six including um, Best Comedy Song for I'm Just Ken. Mm -hmm. And it was during this that uh, Bella Ramsey from The Last of Us was presenting the award. And I, and I guess they had said how stacked the category was. with like Billie Eilish, Letty Kravitz, Dua Lipa. And then they got to the actors that sing. And she said this, and she lumped Ariana DeBose into this category. And then there are the actors who also think that they're singers. Jack Black, Ariana DeBose, and Ken himself, Ryan Gosling. Can you feel the Kennedy? Can you feel the Kennedy? I feel the Kennedy. So Jack Black and Ryan Gosling, but Ariana DeBose. And everybody on social media went crazy for this because DeBose is like, she won an Academy Award for... West Side Story. She's now been nominated oh, for a Tony. She's like, yeah, she's, like, she's an actual. She started singer. on Broadway. Yeah, yes. she's in. Uh, I know her from Schmigadoon. Yes, right. Yeah. I know her from both seasons of Schmigadoon. Yeah, okay. And so, so they lumped her in with Jack Black and Ryan Gosling, Damn, and the look on her face was not cool. Oh no! Look at well, this. Yeah, and then she just went on social media and just simply wrote, "No, I didn't find it funny." Yeah, she was also in Hamilton. Yeah, she was <laughs> exactly like like the first she, cast of Hamilton. She right? was in Hamilton. Yeah, like she's yeah, she sang things. Yeah, she yes, like she's not Jack Black and yeah, Ryan yeah. Gosling. Yeah, she sang right, um, which was uh, so disrespectful. So disrespectful. <laughs> Now that I know the accolades, but and, yeah. and, but to defend Bella, I guess she didn't write. No, that. no, no, no. I think I think I mean people weren't mad at Bella. Um, they were mad at the uh, obviously the the writers who who overlooked that, uh, which is a big thing to 
to overlook. Uh, the Bear and Beef each took home four awards. Yes. And Succession landed three. Um, but it was it was interesting because Emma Stone and Paul Giamatti won uh, big in the acting categories, which sort of throws the Academy Awards like into a whatever because Killian Murphy didn't win, mm. which everybody thought he was going to. So Paul Giamatti won. So who knows what's like going to happen? Yeah, he's great. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, I don't know if you saw the video of Scotiabank Arena over the weekend. So there was some sort of incident where security tackled like a guy and the video is these two security guards, not cops, but security guards, uh, uh, like on top of this guy on the floor in one of the corridors of Scotiabank. Mm-hmm. And like the, the, the one security guard just starts like kneeing the guy in the head. Like full knees to the yeah, head. Like I was drunk. Obviously, yeah, he was drunk. I know. And then he's his face moved, and like it smeared all the blood across the oh, floor. God. Like it was really intense. Yeah, probably mouthing off to the security too. So right? Who knows? Uh, yeah, but I don't think so, can security actually do that. Like, are they legally allowed to do that? What to subdue a person? Sure. Yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. Beat if, them? The, if the person is no. being aggressive. And then everybody starts yelling to get off the guy. Anyway, Toronto police have not confirmed. Uh, what happened? No, like it's like, all over like, I, media. I know that's they have to do that though. It's so lame. Um, so they were called to uh, Scotiabank shortly on before ten on Saturday. Was that that was a hockey night, not a Madonna night, right? No, that, that, was, a, that was a hockey night. Can you imagine? <laughs> well, people were upset. She didn't sing "Rain," so maybe. Yeah. Um, and uh, so MLSE says it's also investigating. Uh, and cooperating with the police. But yeah, they were really, they were like tuning this guy up. I don't know what he yeah. did. Mouthing off. Yeah. Guaranteed mouthing off. Tuning him up. Yes. Wow. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, Shake Shack is making its way to Toronto. We all know that. They plan mm-hmm. on opening 35 locations in uh, Canada by 2035. Mm hmm. And it may happen sooner because I guess there was a job posting that went up for Shake Shack employees. They're looking Come for. Yeah. So happy. Uh, I love Shake Shack. Yeah, it's good. But They're, do you remember a few years ago they did a pop-up here, right? Not like on Jarvis. They, no, no idea. Yeah, no. Oh, they so did good. like a pop-up for a while. Like it was a temporary thing. Uh, so they're looking for a manager. Oh, Okay. A general manager yeah. and an assistant general manager. Oh, I'll do that one. We should all apply. I know. And then after this show, we go work at Shake Shack. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't know where it's going to be. They haven't said yet. 35 where, locations across Canada. Well, mm-hmm. no, that's by 2035. Oh, okay. So they don't. So but we got a plan long yeah, term. They're starting. They're starting with one in Toronto. But no, I don't. I don't know. I don't know where. It, I don't know where it is. No idea. It's a good burger, though. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Their yeah. milkshakes are the best. Yeah. 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 I haven't oh. had a milkshake. I had one yesterday. You did? Strawberry. What was, it, what was the occasion that you had a milkshake? <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I ordered a burger and I'm like, oh, look at that. It's buy one, get one free milkshake. Milkshake. Yeah, the idea to me. Wait, so you a- ordered two milkshakes? Well, then? everyone's saying I need more milk because of my broken bones. Bro. So I got a milkshake. Bro. Oh my God. Bro. <laughs> so did you drink both milkshakes? No, one for Matthew. Bro. Like. You just gotta. Wait, there's like, you, you, you want to talk about growing bones, like zero nutritional value. In milk milk <laughs> is in the name. It's like cream yeah, for the they, most they, part but they, but and stuff. Sh- shaking all the good stuff out of it. Yeah. Oh. Right? Well, what are you going to do? Yeah. Well, how <laughs> big was the milkshake? Know. What's that? How big was the milkshake? Large. Large. Oh my oh, wow. God. Dude, your stomach. I wouldn't make it through the night if I had a milkshake. <laughs> I don't I think really anyone would. I would be like. Oh, 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 so oh, oh, the mess. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. God, these volcanoes in Iceland.
on. Oh my god. It looks like Mordor. It really does. So the latest eruption, 8 a.m. yesterday, came after a swarm of earthquakes, they say. A swarm of earthquakes. My God, could you imagine living in a place where there's a swarm of earthquakes? No. Uh, near the town of uh, uh, Grindavik. And lava is flowing. So they evacuated this town. And the lava, as it is right now, is so close that they're counting it in meters to the town, so it's oh, 400 boy. meters away from this town and uh, heading towards the main airport. But holy, if you get to, if you get a chance to see these pictures of these volcanoes, I mean, for as devastating as they are, they're like, it's fascinating and beautiful all at the same time. Like, it's really crazy to look at a volcano erupt. Like, everything's just on fire. Like, everything yeah. is just, but it's not like a forest fire. Like, it's so wild looking. Like, it looks like science fiction. You know what it reminds me of? What's that? Not to make light of the situation. No. But... You remember in Star Wars, um, Sith, the third one? Mm, yeah, I saw it one time. Right? Yeah. The planet where does. Darth Vader, or yes. sorry, Anakin and Obi-Wan had their final battle. That's what it looks like. That's exactly, because it's a volcano planet. Yes. Mustafar, I think. Yes. The, the island in Portugal I went to is all volcanoes. But do they erupt? They don't erupt, though. There's a few that have. Yeah. But There's this some is that are still scary. with This is crazy, it. man. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, Madonna on, I guess it was Friday night. Right. Is that the deal? Uh, came on stage for her, which is weird because it was her second night in Toronto. And she, uh, said, hello, Boston. Are you ready? And then uh, later on in the show, she addressed it while talking to the audience and also, I guess, taking a shot at Lady Gaga. Oh, really? Still, huh? If we got together, we be... Mm. Not so satisfying, really. Are you guys mad at me because I said hello, Boston? I'm sorry. What kind of f- is that? That would be like if you guys were saying, like, hey, Lady Gaga's playing tonight. Oh, I wouldn't like that. I mean, you know, nothing, nothing against Lady Gaga. Love her. I do. I love anyone shorter than me. <laughs> and she did it again last night. She did what again? She said, hello, Montreal. Oops, I mean Quebec City. Oh. And did she make the Gaga joke again? <laughs> no. Oh, can you imagine if that was a thing? <laughs> Just screwing up cities? Yeah. Yeah. Was the show all right, more? Oh, it was pretty amazing. Yeah? Yeah, it was pretty. I didn't think we had good seats, but then those runways that are going all around. Yeah. She was like inches from us. Yeah. Hey, on Friday when we were in here, you said that you had called ahead mm-hmm. to the arena. Yeah. And told them that you might need a security escort. I, yes, it's true. And they had, because of your broken arm. Right, yes. And they had said... I was afraid someone's going to bump into it and it would hurt. Right. Right. And they said they would see what they could do. And then you said, well, what about a wheelchair? So what happened? Matthew said, not a chance. So we just arrived a like, little bit late so that yeah. no one was around and we could it's just like go norm- right to our seat. Like normal people. And you went yeah. to your normal seat. And then we stayed at our seat for about 15 minutes after so that we it was clear out and we could just go right oh. to our Uber. <laughs> <laughs> How much 
you want to bet? Like, there are people up there. I, I don't know why you're like, laughing. I'm just like, afraid crutch, to get hurt. Crutches and broken legs. <laughs> no, and stuff, no, but a right? wheelchair. My a sister wheelchair. with a broken femur sat outside in negative 18 weather and watched a soccer game at BMO Field with a broken femur <laughs> in crutches. Where's the femur? Where where's, where's the femur? Where's the femur? Your entire thigh bone. Oh, that's the leg, huh? Mm-hmm. So did you get bumped at all dancing, Maury? Uh, no, but... If it matters, the vibrations from the bass hurt. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. I'm out, I'm out of this conversation. <laughs> what did it hurt? It hurt your arm? Because the plastic cast I have on was vibrating. Uh-huh. Right. And hitting the broken bone. and it was, So I, I had to sit down for a bit of it. It hurt. That's a simp. Okay. Wow. No sympathy. Where did it all go wrong? You had sympathy last week more. What happened over the weekend? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I and on fe- the one month anniversary of it breaking. Is it? Today. Oh, God. Is it? Why are you counting? <laughs> Is today the one month? The 15th, yeah. Oh, damn. Anyway. Anniversary. Yo, you want to celebrate? You want a chest bump right now? Let's celebrate. Oh, <laughs> Can you imagine? damn. Damn. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Big shakeup in the podcasting world. What do you mean? Uh, so Apple has quietly tightened its reporting of how many people actually listen to their podcasts. So what they did is Apple began switching off automatic downloads for users who haven't listened to five episodes of a show in the last two weeks. So which means that some of the biggest podcasts in the world saw yeah. their official listener numbers drop dramatically. So here's an example. A user who... you. Uh, uh, a user who listened to a show a few times a week, subscribed, but stopped listening, they would have continued to get downloads indefinitely. Mm-hmm. Um, under the old rules, for example, uh, for people who listened to a show, dropped off for a while, but then started listening again, Apple would automatically download every show in between from when they stopped and then when they started again. Yes. And... They don't do that anymore. So that's what people oh. base sales metrics on, right? That so, explains three of that happened to three of my podcasts last week. Right. Because I stopped listening to them because I'm listening to something else right now. Yes. Yes. That totally makes sense now. Yes. So some people, some shows saw their download numbers decline by 40%. Wow. And the fact that none of the major podcasts would talk about how much audience they lost is a sign, they say, that the big shows aren't ready to admit how much audience has, how much their audience has shrunk. So Apple just went ahead and did this. And now podcasters have sold all their advertising based on these numbers that no longer exist. Mm -hmm. So they won't hit those marks for their advertisers. And so now everybody's losing their minds and freaking out because Apple just literally Hmm. killed 40% of their audience. That's crazy. So that 40% of their downloads. Hold on here. Does that mean then that the, the rating... You know how they, you can get, like, the charts? Don't know. On here? Yeah, I don't know. Because you, you, you listen to a lot of podcasts, right, Sham? Or oh, yeah. But you listen on Spotify, though, right? Uh, no, I listen on Apple. On Apple? Yeah. Did that happen to you at all? Let me just take a look and see. Not really, no. Because the podcast that I watch, or listen to, sorry, drop, like, twice a week. Oh, okay. And I okay, listen. Okay, okay. And you do listen. Yeah, and I listen. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But so no, it's a it's a big thing. Happen. People are huh. freaking out right now, man. Freaking yeah. out. Anyway, get the Roz and Mocha Show podcast yes. uh, on Apple and Spotify as well. And make sure you listen every day because we release an episode yes. every single day. Yes. And it will automatically download to your device. Yes, it will. If you subscribe, 
Yeah. So don't get us canceled. No. And uh, <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Oppenheimer, big winner last night at the Critics' Choice Awards, uh, taking home eight, including Best Picture for Christopher Nolan and Best Supporting Actor for Robert Downey Jr. And keep in mind, this was the Critics' Choice Awards, so Robert Downey Jr. delivered this speech. You know, I was just thinking this morning. I just, I just love critics. Um, <laughs> it's all I. Think about the, uh, so the Critics' Choice Association, you know, they've given me such beautiful uh, feedback, really. Oh, no. Just so many great moments, and some of it's so poetic. I just want to share some of their thoughts with you. Oh, no. Over the year. No, he didn't. The first one's kind of like haiku. Um, Sloppy, messy, and lazy. The next one's more metaphoric. Like Pee Wee Herman emerging from a coma. Oh no! Yo. This was from a Brit, a puzzling waste of talent. And uh, lastly, in this one lingered, um, amusing as a bedlocked fart. Oh, wow. Uh, RDJ going in. Uh, On the TV side, The Bear and Beef each took home four awards. Uh, Succession landed three, one of which, Kieran Culkin. I'm a little bit thrown, actually. I had some stuff I prepared to say, but um, I have this uh, hair that grows on the side of my ear. Uh, this like not like a ear hair. It's like on the side here. It gets really long, and then my wife surprises me by plucking it. And then Sarah Snook discovered it on set, and she started doing it too. So a few minutes ago, I feel this pain, and she goes, "It's back." And I was feeling it, and I said, "I thought it was on this side." And then my wife, who's sitting on my right, says, "No, no, no, it's there." And then they both started taking turns plucking my hair, and it was really painful. And now I'm here talking about it. Cool, man. How <laughs> <laughs> did you, you use your time on stage? <laughs> cool. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. CBS uh, tweeted out that the Buffalo Bills and Pittsburgh Steelers game will play today without further delay. Temperatures are still expected to be in the teens tonight, uh, but without the high winds and blinding snow that would pose any sort of threat to players or spectators alike. Uh, Buffalo, like that whole region getting killed. Derby, New York, up 41 inches. Oh, my God. 41 inches of snow. That's crazy. That's they, the next level. They paid fans $20 an hour to come out and shovel all the snow, and fans did. Yeah, but Bill's it's, Mafia, it's man. Like where you, when watching these guys try and shovel snow, do you know how difficult it is when you have like your driveway with stairs that come down and you got that one little corner in there oh, I know. that's hard as hell? Could you imagine shoveling in between those foldy seats? No, not at all. You got to get a broom. Like, there's no, no there's four Maria, feet of snow, that, Maria. You need more than a broom. Ah, whatever. A blowtorch yeah. is what you need. Yeah. Melt it. Yo, Shem, your sister lives in Buffalo. She does. What was her situation at home? Brutal. Uh, really, really rough. They put out an advisory not to drive. Um, very similar to what they had last year. I don't remember last year. Buffalo had a ton of snow last year. Very right, similar this time around. Right, yeah, yeah. Right, Real brutal. Right. Real brutal. Yeah, well, they closed one of the, uh, the the bridges from our side here to get over there. Peace Bridge is closed. Mm. And you can't, so you can't go over it? No. Because of the snow. Because of the snow. Like, it's so, so wild. You can see Buffalo from here. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. it's not that far. Crazy. And they get hammered. Yeah. Hammered yeah, with who's snow. Who's laughing now? 
Everyone always making fun of Canada. <sighs> With your snowshoes well, and your I igloos. Mean, I mean, people do make fun of Buffalo. Let's be honest here. Yeah. <laughs> I make fun of Buffalo all the time. I'm going to stop making fun of Buffalo because I've seen some yeah. of the dudes who roll out of Buffalo. Yeah. I'm not scared of nothing, but. No. Oh, sure. yeah, no? <laughs> Just stay on that side, guys. <laughs> <laughs> what was it about them, do you think? Huh? What, what was it about them? Uh, you know. Just, you know. Parts of Buffalo, or you don't want to be there at night. No, 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 no. no, 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 no and these no, guys no. hang out there I at night. I was there at night when Trump got elected. That was a scary place to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like Buffalo. Anyway, so yeah. do I. Yeah. Lovely, okay. lovely yeah, city. Lovely, lovely, Go lovely, Bills. lovely. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, a Pharrell-designed <laughs> Louis Vuitton bag that looks like a brown sandwich bag, but it's made out of uh, leather, is now selling for $3,100. If you, want one of, if you want one of those. I mean, that's it. No, but for just, no, just, but for for that brand, that's, you know, not a bad price. No, that's pretty average, yeah. Really oh, let's see what this bag looks like. What is it? it it's, uh, it, it's uh, a, like, it looks like a brown shopping bag, right? Oh, okay. Let's like see a, a green school lunch bag. It, it folds over at the top oh, kind of thing, but only it's leather. I, I don't know. Uh, lunch bag? Like, it's kind of cute. But what do you do with it? There's no handle. I have purses with no handles. It's called a clutch. No, this isn't. This isn't a clutch. Though. That's this a clutch. Is, if there's no strap, it's a clutch. Have you seen it though? It's giant. Yeah. I'm looking at it. It's, it's a big it's a, clutch. It's a backpack with no straps. It's stupid. How much? Thirty five hundred dollars or something like that. I guess. Yeah, thirty one hundred. Can I put my laptop in there? Um, uh, sure. I guess maybe. You carry it like this, where you put it under your sh- shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. The I kind of like the colors. Brown. No, no, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and? Yeah. What were you want to say about hey, Brown? I realized this the other day. I was driving around with my kid. <laughs> I, was deflect. Tra- I was driving around. Deflect, deflect, deflect. No, no, I'm gonna, no, no, I got way more to say about Brown. <laughs> okay, go. I was driving around with my kid. Uh-huh. I'm like, I, I don't know when, right? I don't know when it happened. Okay. But at some point it happened where car manufacturers stopped making brown cars. Oh, dude, like forever. But I know, but you never see a brown car. Who, who in this room grew up with their old man drove a brown car? Right here. Uh, my first car was a brown car. <laughs> yeah. Was it? Yes. Yes. No, I brown. never had a brown Red, car. Brown, brown with or a tan blue. roof. Toyota Tercel. Yes, brown. Everything, Oldsmobile, brown. Everything was brown. So you, go search for one. What, a brown car? You Hell no, I do not want a brown car. <laughs> I'm quite happy they don't make brown cars anymore. Oh, really? I'm just Why? saying. What color is your truck? Uh, <laughs> What? Oh. What's that? What'd you say? So why? What's what color is your truck? What what truck? <laughs> you don't Me? want a brown. No, I don't. You don't want a brown car. No. Oh, it's disgusting. It's, I didn't say it's disgusting. I didn't say it's disgusting. But what color is your truck? White. <laughs> right, Jim? All right. Yeah. And it's even it's 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 even the whitest white. You know what kind of white it's called? Why? Oxford white. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Emmy Awards last night. Uh, Kieran Culkin continuing his run of award award show season for uh, the final season of Succession. Uh, However, that final episode, Kieran Culkin still says that he has not watched the finale of Succession. And uh, here he is talking to Variety about why. I haven't seen the last episode yet, but I remember reading it and shooting it. It leaves you with this like... You haven't seen the last episode? Why not? 
it was a thing. I had to go work in Poland right as it was going to air, and I couldn't sign into my HBO Max account. <laughs> oh, no. And Right, I couldn't send you a link. Can you just call someone at HBO and say, send me a screener? I could have, but I was also shooting, and then I went from that to like a month-long vacation. At that point, it was three you months. You haven't long. seen the haven't finale? Seen I was there. I shot it. So I vaguely recall, although I saw a clip of the uh, scene yesterday, and I was laughing. I was like, oh, that's funny. I forgot about that scene. And it's a huge scene. It's hilarious. I just don't remember. I like that. You're not, you're not full of ego where you're like, I need to see my work. No, I, I felt like I needed to to do press, and I was trying to see it before this, and I never found time. I got two young kids. It's really hard to find time. It's, it's, uh, the thing with Kieran Culkin is he's a fantastic actor, but that character on Succession oh. was such an evil, douchey, smug, emotionless conniving a-hole but kieran culkin in real life is like literally the farthest thing so when you hear kieran culkin like be full of emotion winning an award for that character the whole thing throws me off so here here he is after winning his award i have to thank my mom for giving me life <laughs> and my childhood which was great um so thank you for that oh buddy uh, <laughs> uh, i have to thank my um beautiful wife jazz um thank you for sharing your life with me and for giving me two amazing kids uh, zisu and wilder wolf i love you so many and so much and jazz i want more oh wow <laughs> you said you said maybe if i win <laughs> i love you so much thank you it's so yeah. he's a it's so wild to see Kieran Culkin as a person. You put it on blast like that in I front know. of everyone? The pressure know. is on. I know. Uh, Pedro Pascal, if you remember, showed up at the Golden Globes with the cast on his arm and never addressed what had actually happened. And he was up against Kieran Culkin then as well for Best Actor in a, in a Drama for The Last of Us. And if you remember when Kieran Culkin won at the Golden Globes, he said, suck it, Pedro. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So here is uh, Pedro Pascal uh, last night at the Emmys addressing his broken oh. arm. Before we get into the nominees for Best Supporting Actor in a Drama Series, I'd like to take just a second and make this about me. <laughs> yes. A lot of people have been asking about my arm. It's actually my shoulder. And I think tonight is a perfect time to tell everyone that Kieran Culkin beat the shit out of me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. So, so still no answer. Still no answer. Uh, a couple of the big things from last night. So Better Call Saul winds up being the most snubbed Emmy series of all time. No. So over the course of its run, Better Call Saul went zero for 53. Oh, no. That sucks. Bob Odenkirk never won an Emmy for playing Saul on Breaking Bad or on Better Call Saul. <sighs> Rhea Seahorn never won for playing Kim Wexler, who was incredible yeah. on Better Call Saul. I mean, why do you continue? Like, I'd just be like, I'm not doing this anymore. Well, I mean, the show well, the is just done. so good, right? But, uh, but yeah, they wrapped up their last season going zero for 53. A <sighs> lot of standing ovations last night. Um, probably one of the one of the biggest was Christina Applegate, who is um, battling MS, and they they introduced her and brought her out. And she had an escort with her, and she came out uh, with a cane, and everybody was just like she looked beautiful, and everybody loves her, and the the, the ovation was completely warranted. And uh, here's Christina Applegate. Thank you so much. Oh my God, 
You're totally shaming me with disability by standing up. It's fine. Okay. Um, oh, God. Body, not by Ozempic. Okay, let's go. Uh, oh, some of you may know me as Kelly Bundy from Married with Children. Um, thank you. We don't, we don't have to applaud every time I do something. <laughs> Great spirits. I love it. Yeah. She's so the she's the best. And also, uh, Ted Lasso, after going two years in a row winning Best Comedy Series and Best Actor and Best Supporting Actor, completely shut out last night as well. Yeah, because the bear took all those Emmys, right? The, and the bear's just not a comedy. Like, I know it's in the category, but I just... Like, if, if you were part of the bear, right? Mm. Like, if that was your show and somebody was like, oh, my God, yeah, you work on that comedy, you'd be like, meh. Nah. Have you seen the show? Yeah. You watch a lot of television? Yeah. There were funny moments. Yeah, man. Sure. Yeah. It's uh, not a comedy, it's though. It's because it's a 30-minute, right? That's yeah. why it's got to go in the comedy category because mm. it'll never do anything. I don't even think it can be – I don't even think anything in the drama category not that's e- been not 30 even, minutes. Huh? I, don't, I don't think so. I don't, huh? I don't think there's ever been a 30-minute drama that's I ever I wonder, been knowing this, if they would ever script the show out to be like a full – like a 45-minute. No. Uh, it depends on, I, uh, yeah, geez, I don't know. I mean, that's a whole lot of more, more money, right? Yeah. Why don't like they a, just create a new category? Uh, like of what? Like short drama. Yeah. Yeah. That's that what, would be easier. Yeah, Maury would win every year. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Yo, that football game in Buffalo. Oh my God. <laughs> Bro. You have to sit in the snow. It was it was the it was the weirdest thing because uh, that there was absolutely not one speck of snow on the field, no. but the seats you couldn't even sit in them. No, fans were showing up to the stadium with shovels because wow. they had to dig their way to their seats, even though the Bills had put out you know a call. To the mafia, to Bill's mafia. Yeah. Hey, we'll pay you twenty bucks an hour and give you free food if you come help dig out the stadium. Yeah. And they could only get that stadium so big. Bro, they could only get so some of the seats cleared. It was so crazy. Yeah. Uh Buffalo won. And uh and then in the Tampa Bay Eagles game, uh the Eagles just absolute collapse after going ten and one at the start of the season. They wound up losing five of their last six Yikes. uh to Tampa Bay. And I was just reading a tweet um that uh Jason Kelsey told his Eagles teammates apparently last night in the locker room that he is in fact retiring. No, really? So Jason oh, Kelsey uh is is uh is apparently done. No. So Man, I like that guy. Yeah, he, he didn't still, do he didn't do any do interviews after the game and it was real sad too. Aww. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, you're right, Maury. The, the podcast is uh, is great, but no, people are devastated that uh, that he won't be on the team anymore. Oh, he's such a I nice saw guy. on on social. I guess people are saying Toronto is going to the Super Bowl because Buffalo is t- pretty much like people think it's Toronto. What? What? Because Buffalo's going. I it got DM to me. People are saying Toronto's going to the Super Bowl because it's like so close. Who, Toronto who DM fans. You? But they're My, not, Buffalo's not even in the Super Bowl yet. Aren't they going? Isn't no, that final? No. no okay, I'll no. stay out of sports. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why are you flexing? That's, I'm just reading what people send me. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. But uh, but yeah, that. Oh my god, that snow in Buffalo. My god. Hey, Maria. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever heard this clip back when Maury first started? On the show? <laughs> <laughs> 
Maury first started on the show, First right? of all, you have to understand, Maury will do anything to get on television, right? Like, <laughs> yes. if, if Maury's, like, back in the day, if Maury ever saw, like, a camera there or anything, Maury would always just want to be on television. Still does. He would run home and record it, and he would just, like, keep it in his archives. So, Maury was on TV, and this happened after, like, Fresh when Maury first started with the Raza Mocha show, okay. right? Yeah. And so this happened. Maury did not record this and send this in. I just happened to be watching this show <laughs> because I love the show. The show used to be called App Central, where they talk about all the latest apps that you could download to your device, right? Yeah. And they would interview people to talk to them about what their lives are like and if they're interested in any apps. Okay. Yes. So they see Maury or Maury sees them. Hey, what are you doing? Can I be a part of it? And they're like, yeah, we actually have this segment on this app. Can you just ask this question? Right? Yeah. All right. So I'm constantly getting into trouble at work for checking the scores on my phone. Is there any way I can get instant updates? <laughs> I'm oh. constantly getting in trouble at work for checking the scores on my phone. Is there any way I can get instant updates? <laughs> Big sports guy. I'm constantly getting in trouble. <laughs> for checking the scores. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Last night at the Emmys, uh, Niecy Nash Betts uh, accepted her award for uh, her part in Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story, and had one of the best speeches of the night. Thank you to the Most High for this divine moment. Thank you. And you know who I want to thank? I want to thank me. <laughs> yes. For believing in me and doing what they said I could not do. And I want to say to myself in front of all you beautiful people, go on, girl, with your bad self. Yes. You did that. Finally, I accept this award on behalf of every black and brown woman who has gone unheard yet over-policed, like Glenda Cleveland, like Sandra Bland, like Breonna Taylor. As an artist... My job is to speak true to power, and baby, I'm going to do it to the day I die. Mama, oh my God. I won! Oh, I love it. That's I love a, that's, it. That's a, tough, that's a tough show to win for, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's like, why it was like Evan Peters, his, his performance was incredible, and I was thinking sh- he should have won for an incredible performance, but how do you award somebody for playing Jeffrey Dahmer? Well, but it's a tough speech to do for winning on a show like that, because like, do you mm-hmm. acknowledge the victims? Like, Do you acknowledge the the sort of depravity of the story that you mm-hmm. did to win like i mean she did a great job but that's a that's a that's one of the that's one of the hardest awards to win yeah. is when you're involved in something and you put in a great performance that you know is about somebody who was terrible mm-hmm. right like it's really it's, yeah, it's tough and ryan murphy announced the next one it's going to be the menendez brothers oh god great <laughs> those two a uh, lot of reunions last night at the emmy so there was the gray's anatomy reunion yes. ellen pompeo Catherine heigl people love seeing Catherine heigl that was really shocking to me uh the ally mcbeal reunion where they had them all on their original sets oh yeah uh, there was the uh cheers. the cheers reunion the martin lawrence reunion and oh, they uh, did a martin reunion? yes they sure did i love that show uh and the snl reunion with uh tina fey and amy poehler and they brought out the old weekend update set oh and, sick. and uh and had them do this. Good evening. I'm Amy Poehler. I'm Tina Fey, and we've reached the stage in life where we'll only present awards sitting down. <laughs> Here are tonight's nominees for Outstanding Live Variety Special. 
The only show that's longer than when they air Titanic with commercials on TBS, the Oscars. Oh, no. Chris Rock's selective outrage. Uh, Chris could be here tonight, but if he wins, we'll accept on his behalf because we miss getting Emmys. <laughs> Elton John live, farewell from Dodger Stadium. Now, I can't speak for Elton, but he got to be excited about that. Hey! <laughs> the concert's so good, it got us all pregnant. The Apple Music Super Bowl 57 halftime show starring Rihanna. <laughs> wow. Uh, and then so Elton John went on to uh, win. Elton John was not there. However, uh, David Furnish, his husband, was and uh, explains where Elton, in fact, was. Uh, have you talked to him yet? Uh, and and uh, have you texted with him? What's, uh, we FaceTimed him. We woke him up in the middle of the night. He's back in the UK. He's had his left knee replaced. Oh, um, which isn't surprising if you think of the number of pianos he's jumped off of in platform heels. Same. <laughs> <laughs> Nonetheless, what, what do you think this means to him, and uh, uh, you know, how did he react to uh, this, this new status? He screamed out loud. He was like, yes! There you go. Well uh, deserved. He joins uh, Viola Davis, Jennifer Hudson, John Legend, Whoopi Goldberg, Mel Brooks, Audrey Hepburn, and Rita Moreno as an EGOT winner, which is an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. Which is incredible. That's tough yeah, to do. Yeah. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Just reading this story about this uh, Instagram and TikTok couple. Oh. In the UK, who they had like the life. They were designer clothes. They had a designer puppy. It was all pictures of them. Like designer puppy. Yeah. What like they dress mean? a puppy in no, like a, like some sort of like weird hybrid inbred expensive. Oh. Tiny little dog. Okay. Pictures of them, like in Dubai, everything else. A ton of gym pictures. So he was yeah. 39, she was 20. And now he's doing three years and she got 20 months plus community service because all their gym pics, they were a buff couple, right? Yeah. Influencers, like oh. people, like people, like were, you and I. people were loving them, just like you and I. Only these guys, with all the time they spent in the gym, mm-hmm. what they were actually doing was taking all sorts of pics in the gym and then going in the locker rooms and stealing people's credit cards. <gasps> oh. <laughs> what? How do you do that if you put stuff in a locker? Well, I don't I get, know. Maybe I guess not everybody. Figured out. Not everybody did, but they got... Not everybody uh, locks. Yeah, yeah. You got a lock. So they got... Uh, uh, there were 18 uh, reports of fraud in total. So the 18 different Does the counts government take away of, the dog? Uh, of fraud. I don't, well, I mean, they're both in the joint, so probably. So he got how long? He got three years because I guess he was the mastermind. Uh-huh. And uh, she got 20, 20 months, months plus community wow. service. Yeah, damn. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, last night at the Emmy Awards, uh, Maddie Matheson, who is an awesome chef and oh, such love a big Maddie. giant personality, is one of the producers of The Bear, which did very well at the Emmys last night. Uh, and when The Bear won for Outstanding Comedy Series, they let Maddie uh, give the speech. Oh, so, so the other thing that happened was um, Eben, who plays cousin on the show, yeah. midway through the speech, walks up and gives Maddie Richie? Matheson yeah, yeah. this big like lip kiss. Uh-huh. Right? Long so lip Long, kiss. it was like 45 seconds. So we, we <laughs> hey. cut that part down a little bit. Okay. But just so, just so you know, <laughs> cousin. just so you know, the lip kiss happened. And then after Maddie's finished his speech, Cousins, the other guy that comes in and starts uh-huh. talking. But tell me if Maddie Matheson shouldn't give every acceptance speech on everybody's behalf until the end of time. What's good? Uh, yeah, 
I just want to thank restaurants as a whole, hospitality as a whole. I just love restaurants so much. The good, the bad, it's rough. We're all broken inside, and every single day we got to show up and cook and make people feel good by eating something and sitting at a table. And it's really beautiful. And all of us here get to make a show together, and we get to make people feel good or filled with anxiety or triggered, seems. But, uh, oh, my God. This is really amazing. It's beautiful. The cast and crew, there's so many people that make this show happen every single day, and it's really beautiful. It's hard work. It's early hours. We don't see the sun for three months. We shoot on a soundstage. It's really cool. I've never been on one before. I've never acted before. I love all these people so much. I love, I love my family. Trishy and Mac and Rizzo and Ozzy, I'll say my kids' names. Okay, no, no, I'm just, I just, we want to thank... I want to thank FX. Yeah, we want to thank FX. FX is tight. Dizzy, thank you so much. The I, mouse! I want to give a special shout-out to our guy, John Solberg, our warrior. Solberg! <laughs> yes. Let's go! That's what I'm talking about. Thank you, thank you. Yo, rare shots forever! Yes! Yes. Yo, big up Maddie Madison. I love that. And you are correct. He should give <laughs> every so, so happy every single acceptance. He's lost speech. a bunch of weight too. Has he? Yeah. He's working out yeah. um, with uh, some ce- celebrity trainers. Yeah. Oh, good yeah, for him. I love uh, Maddie and, and the work that they all do on the Bear. Looking, looking forward to good. season three. Congratulations, uh, Maddie. Uh, one of the most heartfelt moments of the night was in the in memoriam, mm-hmm. and they did a, uh, a tribute to Matthew Perry and Charlie Puth, who is just so bloody talented. Mm-hmm. Uh, is uh, uh, Charlie Puth was there with the uh, the war and treaty and sits down at the piano and just does his Charlie Puth thing. Bro, don't. <laughs> oh my God, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. I'm it's wearing my friend's so, shirt today. It's, are you? Yeah. She is. Now, but picture this with it's Matthew Perry's so, picture right behind yeah, it. Oh, it's so beautiful. Right? I know, dude. Not a dry eye in my house last night. There's only two of you, Maury. I was alone. Oh, my <laughs> Um, yeah, so beautiful. My God, I love that a lot. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Lil Nas X. So he's got that new song and video, Jay Christ, where he dresses up as Jesus. And I guess like there's, he's got an Obama lookalike and an Oprah lookalike in his video. It's a, I don't know, whatever. Uh, but Lil Nas X like has taken a, a, a lot of heat over a lot of the stuff he's done. And normally he sort of like fluffs it off and it's art. And he always has this sort of grandiose attitude towards everything. But you listen to this and tell me if some of the criticism has not got to Lil Nas X, because this sort of statement, not apology, but this statement very much seems out of character. I wanted to not necessarily apologize, but I wanted to explain like where my head at and where it's been for like the last week. So first of all, when I did the artwork, I knew like there would be some upset people or whatnot, uh, simply because, you know, religion is a very sensitive topic for a lot of people. But I also didn't mean to like mock. This wasn't like a f- you to you people, um, f- you to the Christians. Like, you know, it wasn't 
it was not that. It was literally me saying, oh, I'm back. I'm back like Jesus. Like that was like the whole thing. I'm not the first person to dress up as Jesus. I'm not the first rapper. I'm not the first artist and I won't be the last. And I know like given my history with, you know, the call me by a name video, anything that I do related to religion can be seen as like mockery. That just was not the case with this. Wouldn't that sound a little out of character for Lil Nas X show? I think he realizes that, you know, you just don't mess with religion, man. That, that That's a tough one to awesome. play with. And it, But I also think he might be trolling. You think so? I think. You think that this I, statement is a troll? I would not be surprised if he comes out. Not in no way. This was I a really four-minute video. Oh, was it know, really? Man. Four and a half minutes. I, well, but, like, if you knew from the beginning, right? Yeah. He knew. Yeah. Then change the game yeah. plan, son. Yeah, go for it. No, I say go for it. I say do more next time. <laughs> Pro tip, Lil Nas yeah. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, headliners have been announced for Coachella. Nice. Uh, Lana Del Rey. Good. Tyler the Creator. Uh, Doja Cat. Good. Uh, and uh, the, I guess the big story is that no doubt with Gwen Stefani is reuniting. Okay. So they uh, I'm into it. took their first hiatus in the early 2000s and then I guess reunited in 2008. I don't remember that. They haven't played together since 2015. So um, All right. no, no worry. It doesn't have a night when you look at the posters. It doesn't have a night for No Doubt. It just says No Doubt. So you don't know announced? where they're... Oh, have they announced anyone else? Like, uh, is it like one of those where they announce like the first run and their big names and then they fill out the rest later? I think maybe. I'm not 100% sure. I'm no uh, Coachella expert. You sound like one. Thank you. But that'll be cool, no yeah, doubt. No, yeah, no doubt. They got some yeah. bangers, man. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Pharrell Williams, who I didn't know is the uh, creative director for Louis Vuitton uh, men's line. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. That happened, I think, in the summer yeah. time, maybe? Uh, he also designs condos. Really, huh? Yeah, there's a building in Toronto that he worked on. Really? I didn't know that either. Talented guy. Um, And I guess while he was doing his show, he debuted, or I guess sort of debuted, a new Miley Cyrus song. And they had worked together on Bangers, and they did a song together called Doctor, which was, like, leaked in 2017. Mm-hmm. And then part of it showed up somewhere else, I guess. I'm not 100% sure. But then Pharrell just went ahead and played it during the fashion show. I could be a doctor, and I could be a nurse. I think I see the problem. It's only going to get worse. I'm in that medication. Just show me where it hurts. I need to rock you, baby, before your body burns. Let me work it out. Oh. Yo, this is funky, man. Remember that brief period of time where Pharrell and those other guys produced everything? Like, every single song that was released sounded just like Pharrell. Like, oh, yeah. Like, he had a signature sound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And everybody, he did every, like, there was one window where yes. everybody's song sounded he's like it was like on a Pharrell Justin album. Justin Timberlake, Nelly. And, yeah. Some of the NSYNC stuff. Yeah. Like, he's, like, every, Jay-Z, yeah. everybody. Do you like that song, considering it was 2017? Or no? Yeah. You I know, do. Shem. You know what's weird? It's okay. I, I actually can hear Miley now performing that as opposed to Bangers Miley. Bangers Miley was oh. way more urban, way more hip hop. I can hear her doing this now more. I think I see the problem. It's only going to get worse. I'm in that medication. Just show me where it hurts. I need to rock it, baby. Yeah, I like it. 
Yeah, I don't hate it. It's kind of funky, right? Yeah. Mm, yeah. I'm not mad. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Jason Priestley was on with uh, Kelly and... <sighs> Jelly. Jelly. No, it's Nelly. not Jelly. Mark no, it's her, it's her husband, right? It's Mark. No, what is it, Shem? Lenny. Lenny. Thank you. Kelly and Lenny. Sakes. <laughs> Kelly and Lenny. <laughs> he looks like a Lenny. Uh-huh. Uh... Because Jason Priestley used to be roommates with Brad Pitt back in the eighties, crazy. And he talked about it in his uh, in his book where they lived on like ramen noodles and cigarettes and cheap beer. And were they the two where uh, the front door the the lock didn't work and they had to sneak in through the window sometimes, or was that oh, Matt Damon know. and Ben Affleck? Like, yeah, yeah. Was it those two? I had the same thing. <laughs> uh, anyway, what was it like having Brad Pitt as a roommate? Here's Jason. What's Priestley. he like as a roommate, Brad Pitt? Um, uh, Brad was Brad wasn't as bad as my other roommate, okay. who was who was an absolute disaster. Okay. Um, but Brad Brad was okay. Um, but we used to play this game, uh, all of us, to see who could go the longest without showering. Which Ew. I mean, I think about it now, and I'm like, dude, how disgusting! What, what were you thinking? Who, anyway, who, who went the longest without Brad? Showering? Always Brad. Yeah. Ew. I don't I don't think he does that anymore. But back then, he he could go a long time without showering. <laughs> no thanks. Always a winner, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's what competitiveness does to you. Still. I won because I showered today. Yeah, yeah. I I, I wonder how long that was though. What do you think? What do you think? Especially because you gotta go on auditions and all this stuff. They were young actors. This is like pre or maybe post early 90210. Well, you have to think they're not getting maybe he wasn't getting a lot. Or was he auditioning a lot? Because I'd say like maybe five, six days. You think five? Oh, I think like I think like yeah. a week Longer? plus. Oh yeah, like I think if you're gonna like win something, because if you wanna believe me, okay. audition, okay, right? Think, think you're of, try, you're probably trying out for like every single thing that sure you but, think you could get. But a guy like used deodorant or baby wipes. But a guy like Brad Pitt, you have to understand. Look at Brad Pitt back then in the eighties, right? Mm-hmm. If Brad Pitt had to do anything, it didn't matter. He could walk over to the sink, wet his hair, slick it back, and walk in anywhere, and he's still gonna be the most beautiful yeah, person in the room. You still stink, though. Doesn't man. matter. You'll Doesn't still stink. matter. You think that matters? How many how many auditions flopped because of his smelly ass? Zero. Right? Yeah. Zero. Who? Zero. Who, who you think could last he, the longest on this show? I, I'm winning young, now. Maria, young Brad Pitt, name all the things he could smell like but still be acceptable to you. Oh, anything. Yeah. His answer is everything. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. The Emmys hit a historic low in audience rating because uh, I thought that the show was going to do actually okay. It was all stars all the time. But 4.3 million viewers watch uh, Monday night's uh, Emmy Awards. Significant decrease from last year's all-time low. Uh, in Yikes. 2018, they had 10.7, 10.17 million viewers. Monday, they had 4.3 million viewers. I mean, worth noting that they, it was usually on a Sunday. This time it was on a Monday. Well, they had to go up against the um, Eagles, Buc- Buccaneers yeah, and also all. the Iowa caucus. I also right? feel like the, the, the Trump vote. So it was like it was not going to work out for them in any yeah, way. No, no. Yeah. And Monday Night Raw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Facts. <laughs> Yo, Monday Night Raw was lit. Were you saying, Maria? What I was saying this to my sister last night because she was like, I feel like they didn't do anything to like tell people that it was on. 
Actually, maybe it was just me. Oh, but there I, weren't I any feel like oh, I saw commercials very, every day. See, I yeah. didn't. I feel like usually they'd pump it out everywhere, but like I just feel like there was very little ad campaigning. I and fully then, agree. Uh, yeah. On Monday, we did a whole show. I never mentioned the Emmys because I didn't know they were on. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I mean, I saw commercials. I mean, I watch normal TV. So right. I, see, that's the thing oh, is that I why. do not. Me too. Right? Unless it pops. Like, why didn't they do a YouTube campaign? <laughs> like, I was a perfect audience for it, right? I don't pay for YouTube, but I'll sit through. All the commercials. I'll sit through that commercial. Or even that, any social media. Yes. Like, nothing. All the commercials. Yeah. Right? Yeah. A 12-second unskippable ad. <laughs> like, when I have to sit Locked. through. Like, like, Tide Pods. Yes. Right? Keep in mind, yes. in the U.S., it was probably yes. uh, advertised a lot. But in yeah. Canada, I mean, you know. Yeah. But we're here. We're not in the States. Yeah. We gotta do something here. I mean, yeah. CHCH doesn't have a lot of money to buy ad time. Switch out those Tide Pods. CHCH is still on the air. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. I don't know. Congratulations. That's where the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Stranger Things star Noah Schnapp uh, is sort of coming out and, and uh, taking a few steps back uh, with his views on um, the Israeli uh, Hamas war. And if you remember, he was on like he was handing out Zionism as sexy stickers. And he mm-hmm. and he when when he first came out, he was very very vocal. But I guess the backlash has been so intense that he is now sort of going to the I just want every Everybody to be okay. So here's uh, Noah Schnapp. Hey guys, it's Noah. I just wanted to come on here super briefly just to discuss everything that's been going on online. I feel like my thoughts and beliefs have been so far misconstrued from anything even close to what I believe. And I wanted to just state from my heart how I feel. I only want peace and safety and security for all innocent people affected by this conflict. I've had many open Mm -hmm. discussions with friends from Palestinian background, and one of the takeaways I've had is that we all hope for the same things, that being those innocent people still being held hostage in Gaza to be returned to their families and equally hope for an end to the loss of innocent life in Palestine, so many of those people being women and children, and it's horrible to see. And I think anyone with any ounce of humanity would hope for an end to the hostility on both sides. I stand against any killing of any innocent people. And I hope you guys all do too. And I just hope to one day see those two groups be able to live harmoniously together in that region. And I hope for 2024 online to see people be a little more understanding and compassionate and recognize that we're all human And we should all love each other for that and support each other and stand together and stand together for humanity and for peace. He's getting killed for this. I was just going to say. Yeah. I mean, and Twitter is just a vile, vile place, Mm -hmm. like a vile place. Um, But yeah, so that's his. uh, And he looks like he looks like a beaten kid in this video. Really? Oh, because he's just been taking a pounding. And then, you know, whatever you think about it, you you, a guy like Noah Schnapp cannot say you're not going to say anything and come out fine. You're not. And and, and nobody has. And nobody has. And, you know, there are certain people who are, you know, fine with the backlash. But, you know, you look at Noah Schnapp. He's a young guy. Yeah. He wants people to like everybody loved Noah Schnapp. You know, right? Young girls. Oh, he's so dreamy. And then now this and then and this happens and you start looking at, you know, your your future and your priorities. That's why uh, the uh, Stranger Things account on IG 
I don't think they posted anything with him because they started production. Right. And they posted last week a couple of photos right. of right. some of the right. cast. He wasn't yeah. there. Or yeah. sorry, he wasn't featured in any of the posts. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. By now, everybody knows that uh, Lindsay Lohan is in the new Mean Girls movie. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Um, like how much in the movie? I think it's just like a quick little scene. And I guess oh. they brought back like from when that douche called her fire crotch all those years ago. Mm-hmm. And then in the movie, they make a fire crotch joke in the mm-hmm. movie. And I guess Lindsay's really upset about that. Uh, however, however, Lindsay Lohan probably shot her part in like a half day. Mm-hmm. And she was paid... She was paid what, Mocha? She was paid what for a half, half day's, a day's half work. day's work, half day's work, like hundred and fifty thousand, five hundred grand apparently. Oh my god! Oh wow, my god. Yeah. for a half day of work, for a half day of work, for a small ass scene. I would be surprised. I don't. I, I'm, I'm going to say Lindsay like, Lohan probably probably didn't make more than that to do the original Mean Girls. To be honest oh, with probably, you, probably yeah. Uh, but yeah, apparently That's it was $500,000 uh, for that brief cameo in Mean Girls. So fetch, guys. <laughs> hmm? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. The Chinese scientists are at it again. Oh, what happened? So they've been experimenting with a mutant coronavirus strain. Oh, no. That guys. Is, that is apparently 100% lethal in mice. So what are they experimenting with it for what? So scientists linked to the Chinese military cloned a COVID-like virus found in pangolins, <sighs> which are these weird scaly animals known as, oh, I can't wait till we all get this GX underscore P2V. Fire. <laughs> um, Shut up, Shep. And it was used to infect oh. mice. And the mice that they infected had been, quote, humanized, meaning that they were engineered to express a protein found in people with the goal being to assess how the virus might react in humans. Every rodent that was infected with the virus died within eight days. Which which the researchers described as, quote, surprisingly quick. What do you expect? Uh, There's a professor at uh, the University College in London who wrote... It's a terrible study, scientifically totally pointless. I can see nothing of vague interest that could be learned from force infecting a weird breed of humanized mice with a random virus. Conversely, I could see how such stuff might go wrong. You think? But guys, guys, Mm -hmm. what was said before? Two weeks of flatten the curve, going to March break. <laughs> We've got to really get back. This <laughs> two weeks of flatten the curve. GX underscore P2V attacks the brain, apparently. Oh. So what, you take Tylenol? It has a 100% lethal rate in mice. <laughs> yeah. Government? Coronavirus. Hey, stop. I know, enough. Have you guys seen the video they have on the, on the website? Just enough. No, Maria, don't. The mouse looks really cute, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but guess, but guess what? In eight days. No, but like, yeah. I want to save it. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Alec Baldwin has put his uh, 10,000 square foot Hamptons house up for sale. Oh, it's beautiful. 10 acres. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he had it up for sale last year at $29 million. Mm-hmm. He just relisted it for $19 million. So he took Ooh, 10 mil off the top. Because everybody and, knows it's his house. And Alec Baldwin is, is such a weird dude, man. Alec Baldwin is so desperate to 
sell this house. Yeah. He did the real estate video for it. No, he did not. Yes, he he did. stars in the real estate yes, video? Yes, listen to this. Oh, my God. Hey, I'm Alec Baldwin. <laughs> I've had a home out here on the east end of Long Island since 1982. I bought this house back in 1995. Uh, I put this addition on on the <laughs> eastern side of the property in 1996. You know what this is like? And my wife, Ilaria, and I built this addition on the western side of the property in 2014. We've got about 10,000 square feet here. I fell in love with this place the moment I came here because it's... Uh, Bro, you know what this is like? What? You know when, um, who is it? Architectural Digest? When they do oh, yeah, yeah. those Welcome videos. to my home. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. Exactly. This is on a real estate website. Yeah, that's what it looks so like. just if you're curious, he's selling it because they just bought a, a big place in, in Vermont. But Alec bought Ooh. this place in 1996. Again, he's currently selling it for $19 million. Uh-huh. In 1996, Alec bought this very house for $1.75. Oh, boy. Yeah, but he added the additions. It's worth more now. <laughs> sure, sure. Tried to sell it for $30 million last year. Damn. Great, great year to buy a house, though. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, Jerry Springer's reps are very upset. Jerry has what? more ass than you do. <laughs> Why? What happened? So he was left out of the in memoriam segment at the Emmys. And they oh, felt no. that they felt that such a pioneer in television who uh, did more than mm-hmm. three thousand plus episodes of TV should have been recognized. Uh, he passed away last ap- April, and Radar Online did a story about Jerry and how he should have been on there. Well, and his rep said, "Thank you for remembering him. He deserves to be remembered." He was recognized during the Golden Globes, and they had more viewers. Yeah, but not the Emmys, though. Like that's like, come that, on, that's kind of. He's more. He's definitely fit for yes, that absolutely, broadcast. absolutely. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Mocha, do you sleep nude? Uh, nah. You well, don't, huh? Nah, nah, I'm not have, allowed Do you to. ever? Well, I have sometimes. Yeah, like in the in the summertime. Yeah, and stuff. But. So you will sometimes. Oh, sure. Because according to a new study, like there's nude sleepers, and then there's people who do have to put something on before bed, and rarely do you find that those sort of cross back over. Like you rarely have pajama pants sleepers that decide one night to mm. sleep nude. Right, unless like it's feeling, unless it's business time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, so, according to the new survey, people who sleep naked, yeah, they found that uh, they are they're more likely to be night owls. Uh huh. So oh, okay. people who like to stay up late. Yeah, that's me. And also, I don't know how On they weekends. got to this, but more likely to enjoy watching horror movies. Uh-huh. I guess because you see yourself in the mirror as you walk into the bedroom. <laughs> oh, man. You oh. like a good scare. Okay. Right? I was speaking about myself. Okay, oh, I was just going to say, don't you sleep naked? I do. Yeah. yeah. Last so- night I slept with a t-shirt on, though, because okay. my shoulders got cold. Okay. Yeah. I thought you did yeah. fully naked or do you do the piggy porky thingy? I did. I literally just, just said, said, said I said slept that. with a t-shirt on last night. You should night. listen to the show sometimes. <laughs> I never heard of it. I, I did because my shoulders got cold. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, but yeah. You but- need like shoulder pads. Shoulder pads? Yeah. Like, what do you mean shoder pads? Like something just to... I don't know, Maria, help me out. Like, yeah, like, like, a, like a little blanket or something to put over the shoulders. Uh-huh. Instead of wearing are... a full shirt. Like or when just you're, bring like, the sheets all the way to your chin. Like when you're di- dining at like a, a Roman cafe in like late October and they put that thing over your shoulders? Yeah, like a, it's like a shawl. A shawl? You That's think I need a bedtime need. shawl? shawl. Yeah. Oh, yes. No, 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 no. I put, because yes. I, put my, I put my teddy underneath my chin, uh-huh. right? And then I sleep like that. But So I like to have my arms outside of the... I don't like putting my arms under the blanket. I never know what to do with them. What about, you know, the teddies with a blanket attached? What if you attached oh. a little blanket to the teddy? Oh, great idea. So it's like a double... A double 
Yes. When? No, no, no. Like, no, well, you don't have to wear a shirt. Like a teddy mm. cape? Yes. Right? No, 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 no. Yes. I can't do that. Come on. That's embarrassing. Oh, that's embarrassing? <laughs> yeah, that's embarrassing. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Pascal on his way. Spicy. How do y'all feel about Jeez. it? Oh. Would they get like three picks and some guys? Yeah. Um, it's usually how it is. <laughs> I mean, three first rounders, no, I know, I know. Yeah, they, but it's a weak draft class. That's that's why people are like kind of... Is it, is, it all, is it all three first rounders in the same year? Uh, no, two in, the, two in this year, yeah. uh, one in 2026. Okay, yep. okay. Yeah, how do you feel about it, Shem? You were at the game last night. What was the vibe? Uh, celebratory, because I mean, firstly, they won. They won big. Yeah, uh, yeah. But it was weird. a huge win. Yeah, like thirty point win, almost thirty points. But weird, but super weird because he was sort of the last of the core of you know their big twenty nineteen championship run. So yeah. now the team is the team has had a completely new facelift in every way. So it's weird. Yeah. Did um, they do anything to sort of say anything, or did they do no. anything on the screen? They will once he returns, probably yeah. in the, yeah, in the game that it. we're giving away. Yeah, they'll do. Like he'll give his tribute. Yeah. yeah. Uh, here is Scotty Barnes on Pascal Siakam. Right, he meant a lot to me. He meant a lot to this organization. He's been here his whole life, uh, his whole career in the NBA. You know, that's really big for for the organization. Uh, you know he. All the dedication, hard work, effort he put in here, you know, he showed his love every single day, came to the gym every single day, put in, worked on his craft, worked on his game. You know, I love him as a brother. Uh, you know, it, it hurts, but, you know, you just got to keep moving on. You got to keep fighting. Uh, you know, it, it, the better's going to come for him. I know it's all about skill and building up a team and uh, your contribution to the wins, right? But I always feel like when, especially when it's the Toronto Raptors, mm-hmm. when... The players in the city on that team are stars. And when they go to another, when they get traded, I feel like someone like Spicy P, who's a star with the Toronto Raptors, doesn't get that kind of shine, that equal shine, if, when he goes to a place like Indiana. It's a, that's a very good point. Um, it feels like, especially in the American media, sports media, they tend to... Um, now they will celebrate him the way that we felt like he should have been celebrated as a Toronto Raptor. Yeah. They're going to look at him as an uh, as an you know otherworldly player, and he's going to a really good team. Mm-hmm. Uh, just after the trade was announced, McDonald's Canada had to release a statement <laughs> because people were all up. Why in, are you laughing? People were all amazing. people were all over them, being like, "Yo, what's going to happen to the uh, Siakam Swirl McFlurry?" I know. <laughs> was a, guys, it was a huge hit. Uh, so they <laughs> said when the ice cream machines would work. McDonald's <laughs> says uh, we didn't anticipate that the end of an era would be so focused on our delicious frozen dessert, but we're here for it. Uh, We are pleased to confirm, this is the weirdest sentence, we are pleased to confirm that the Siakam Swirl McFlurry is here to stay, but only for a limited time. Wait, that doesn't make any sense. Thank you. Because the machines don't work. Uh, (laughs) Unlike someone someone else we could name, um, thanks, Pascal, for bringing us your epic swirl. What was it called? The the, the, the Siakam Swirl McFlurry. Oh. That last is, line also sounds what weird. It was. Yes, thank you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, I got a great name. They asked Grady Dick to take over that. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Yep. It just it writes oh itself, that joke. It's a hard guy to what? market, huh? <laughs> yeah. 
like you, you know, like you know, don't, don't do it. You know, Kraft isn't knocking down the guy's door because you can't advertise cheese with that name. Oh my gosh! Oh no! Oh my god! <laughs> right? Wow. Right? It's a wow. tough name to what? try and market. You can't add right? a Swirl McFlurry to his no. name. I'm sorry. Brady Dick will be having a hard time with some of these endorsements, bro. <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely not food. Mm-hmm. Um, damn it, Maury called a bunch of people to find mm. out uh, how they felt about Pascal Siakam no longer being a Toronto Raptor. Carrie speaking. Carrie, oh my God, it's Damn It, Maury from the Roz and Mocha Show. How are you? Hi. Did you hear the news? Sorry. Pascal Siakam is no longer a Raptor. No. How do you feel about that? Am I the first to tell you? You are. How do you feel about that news? Okay. Um, now it's not really a great time. But are you upset by the news? And these are just random people. Correct. Spicy okay. P is no longer a Raptor. How do you feel? Um, honestly, I'm not going to lie. I don't know who Spicy Pete is. <laughs> oh, Spicy Pete, Pascal Siakam. <laughs> Spicy oh, Pete. um, that's kind of sad. How is this news affecting your day? Um, obviously, it doesn't affect me too much. I'm not the biggest sports fan, but that's kind of sad. Will you continue to watch the Raptors without him? Um, like the big games, yeah, I guess so. But, I mean, that's all I did anyways. Any message, anything you want to say to Spicy P on his exit from the team? Um, we'll miss you. See, I don't think that was sincere. Spicy P is no longer a raptor. Yeah, okay. Yeah, any, any, what are your immediate thoughts on that? Uh, don't care. <laughs> okay. To be honest. Okay. Yeah, man. <laughs> okay, but right. you're happy you know, right? No. Oh. <laughs> Have you heard that Pascal Siakam has no. left the raptors? Uh, sorry, what about Raptors? Pascal Siakam is no longer a Raptor. Okay. What are your thoughts I, on that? I... Oh, no. Sorry. Okay. Oh, worst time ever. Did you hear the news today that Pascal Siakam has left the Raptors? He was traded. I did hear the news. I think it's fantastic. Stop the presses. Why is that? I think the Raptors are in a rebuild mode now, and they've got some great draft picks in return. And that Masai Ujiri is a genius. I'm going to miss Pascal. I'm going to miss OG. But I think it's time for a new era of Raptors basketball. What would you say to Pascal Siakam as he's cleaning out his locker? Thank you for an amazing time in Toronto. Thank you for helping bring an NBA championship to Toronto. And we're going to miss you, but we wish you all the best. There you go. Wow. I think the baby said it best. One person. Yeah, literally one. I don't know everybody you called. This is why I get yelled at by Catherine whenever I pick up an unknown number. Oh, because you know what I mean? this. Yeah, no, yeah. because she's, she's like, why do you answer those calls? And I'm like, there's a lot of people that answer unknown numbers. No, not really. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Pair, oh, well, let me play you this Madonna thing. There's a Madonna mm-hmm. clip in there. Where was this concert from, Maury? Montreal. Montreal. Okay, so listen to Madonna live. Okay, now, that's what you're hearing, right? But if you were at the show, what you saw was, you know, Madonna has those big, giant catwalks that everybody has now, right? Mm -hmm. So Madonna is in the middle of the catwalk. Okay. The song starts. Where's the microphone? Madonna realizes she doesn't even have a microphone in her hand. 
So she starts wandering around the catwalk looking for the microphone. Then when the singing part of the song kicks in, she just takes her hand and puts it up to her mouth. <laughs> Wait, but where are the words coming from? The speakers, the track. That she's supposed to sing over. Yes. So she she faked it. She just put her hand up to her mouth. Yeah, because at that point, like, what do you do? And then a dancer came and, like, blocked her, and then somebody stealthily hands her a microphone, and then she puts a microphone up to her mouth, and the song just continues. Watch the video, Mocha. Watch the video. It is literally the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. It, it, like, there have been times where people have been busted lip-syncing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This may be... I've never seen someone put their hand up to their mouth and fake like they had a microphone in their hand. Let me see this. It's crazy. Yeah, she da- oh, yeah, oh, 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 she oh, she's like, yo, WTF, where's, where's the my, microphone? Where's my, oh, 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 there, the hand on the mic. Oh, <laughs> right? Like she's pointing to the crisis. Yeah. Like, where's my microphone? <laughs> oh, no. Damn, busted, girl. <laughs> busted. Busted. That's for a refund. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Kanye West has apparently filmed a 40-minute apology video addressing his remarks towards the Jewish community. Uh, The video is expected to be released ahead of his new album. This according to TMZ. Uh, Sources with direct knowledge say uh, that Kanye got some camera guys together to shoot the lengthy apology video several weeks ago, and they're told that it ended up running, yes, 40 minutes with Yee talking directly to the camera. And then uh, the other story with Kanye is uh, it was first reported they got all his teeth removed and put a titanium, just one tooth in there. Like it's a grill, right? I don't know if you've seen this, this, but he has like a titanium grill in his mouth. Um, but it's like one big curvy tooth. You took out all your teeth for that? But so Why not that, just get grills? So, so the story, on. the story, one story was that he had all his teeth removed. Somebody else is disputing that he had all his teeth removed, but they called it a fixed prosthetics, meaning that the, the grill is actually attached to his teeth. Bro, you look like a fool. But it looked poorly made. It looks poorly made, it yes. It looks like tinfoil. You know, yes. it, it, it looks like... It looks almost like the cyber truck, right? Like it's, oh, ju- yeah. you know what I mean? Like it has that sort of look to it, but it does. You're right. It looks poorly made. Like it looks like somebody just put tinfoil in their mouth and, and like formed it around their teeth. Man, that is one lost brother. Right? Like, come on, Kanye. Yeah. So I don't know when that 40 minute apology video is going to be released, but. Uh, oh, I can't wait to not uh, watch yeah, it. I know exactly. <laughs> yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, the Toronto District School Board trustees have voted in favor of developing a policy to limit cell phone use in classrooms. The School Board Governance and Policy Committee approved a motion calling for um, change on the cell phone and mobile device use last night. The motion needs to be ratified later on this month. TDSB will create a new policy that would limit students' use of cell phones in class. The motion was put forward, uh, and it cited research that shows cell phones uh, use is not beneficial to learning and may, in fact, create, quote, significant harm to children and teens in terms of their mental health, well-being, and academic success. Uh, the trustees say that the landscape of social media and smartphone use has changed dramatically in recent years and that the board needs to update its cell phone policy to incorporate the revised guidance. So there you go with that. How are they going to know what's trending on TikTok? Well, there you go. I'd be on TikTok if I had my phone in class. Would you? Yeah, exactly. That's why. So my when laptops were... weren't a thing in university. Or some of my professors wouldn't let us have our laptops. In university? Yeah. Really? Yeah, there was one class I watched Friends the whole time. 
Well, that's why. It's <laughs> in a movie theater at 8 a.m. What are they going to do? Pay attention? No, I'm going to sleep or watch Friends. Oh, my God. Be up early. Oh, my God. Class is first year. <laughs> do you have any student debt? What? Do you have any student debt? Not anymore, no. 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 But you did. But I was a great student other than that. Yeah, other than Friends. Other than Friends. <laughs> you want the whole series? Yeah. Literally, I binge the whole series. So pass the exam with a great class, Mark. How, so how, many, how many episodes did you get through in that class? Um, probably like two or three. Okay. Yeah. Your friends too? No pun intended, but like, would your friends, other classmates? Sometimes they'd, I think they'd watch or they'd just be on their phone. Okay. Or they'd fall asleep too. It was a very boring class. It was... What if your teacher's listening? The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hashtag syphilis dawn. Syphilis dawn. So there was a picture okay. of Donald Trump coming out of a building and he waved to the crowd. Yeah. And he had like cuts on his hands. Oh no. Right? Like yeah. big, like sort of like welts on his hands. Oh. And James Carville, who's a uh, like very famous political strategist, worked during the uh, Clinton campaign on CNN. Um, he did a video where he looked at the picture of. Donald Trump's hands. Yeah. And then he started calling around to his doctor friends. And so this is the video that James Carville released. There's a story that talks about Trump having hand cuts and you can link to it. They don't look like cuts to me. They look like sores. And I've asked a number of MDs what medical condition manifests itself through hand sores. And the answer is immediate and unanimous. Secondary syphilis. Oh my god! All right, I think there, I think there's a good chance this man has to clap. Okay. Oh <laughs> okay. So the CDC uh, uh, notes the following about secondary stage syphilis. They say this stage usually starts with a rash on one or more areas of the body. The rash can show up uh, when your primary sore is healing, or several weeks after the sore has healed, the rash can be on the palms of your hands or the bottoms of your feet. And uh, they noted that. Two nights ago, when he did a big speech, he did not have the sores on his hands. So I think new- there's a good chance this man has to clap. So there's new- <laughs> there are new sores on his hands. Now, some people are saying mm-hmm. that they are blisters from golf. However, were- uh, yeah. however, however, I think there's a good chance this man has to <laughs> clap. <laughs> <laughs> New drop, I love it. <laughs> I think there's a good chance this man has to clap. <laughs> I'm gonna save this one. <laughs> yeah, that dude's great. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Paris Hilton teasing details about her new album. Yes, Paris is going to be back with a new album. Uh, her last uh, record, which was called Paris, back in 2006, had this banger on it. Even when it came out back I then, know. I liked it. I thought people were way too hard on her for this. Oh, for sure. Just because of their feelings about Paris at the time. I like this song. It's yeah. cute. It's a nice song. It was very Gwen Stefani back then. Oh, totally. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how seriously is Paris taking uh, her new album? Well, if you listen to the people that she has now recruited to help her with the new album, the answer to that would be unbelievably serious. Here's Paris Hilton. Oh, okay. And finally, if you had so many interesting musical collaborations with some pretty big artists, even fellow Aussie, Sia, what can we expect musically coming from you in the near future? 
I love Sia so much. She's one of my closest friends and is the most brilliant songwriter of our time. I just I'm so honored to be working with her and she's the executive producer of my whole album. Oh. And just being in the studio with her is just such a dream come true. Wow. Right? And the Hold on. So Sia is executive producing her entire album. Yes. And Sia is the plug to a lot of great artists and producers yeah. that they could bring over yes. to help with this Paris Hilton project. Yeah. Now I'm interested. Mm-hmm. Wow. Right? Even more interested. Yeah. 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 If they don't do some sort of updated version of that star, what's it called? Stars are Blind? Stars are Blind. Stars are Blind. Yeah. Oh, what a great name. That's such an early 2000s name so for a song, good. huh? So Stars good. are Blind. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. So a guy in India went through like every claustrophobia suffers worst nightmare the other day after he got trapped inside the airplane bathroom for the entire flight. Oh, oh no. no. So he was traveling uh, from Mumbai to Bangalore in India when he went in to use the tiny little bathroom right after, right after takeoff. Yeah. And he got locked in there for the one hour, 45 minute flight. Oh. And he wasn't rescued until the plane landed. He said, I was traumatized, dazed, and injured. And I was thrown around inside the toilet as the plane landed. I managed What's to draw... What's the plane doing? Loop-de-loops? I don't know. I managed to draw the attention of the flight crew who tried to open the door. It was getting scarier every minute, he said. Airline staff reportedly during all of this passed a note under the door to him, which read, Sir, we tried our best to open the door. However, we could not. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh. They, and then they wrote, do not panic. We are landing in a few minutes. So please close the toilet lid and sit on it and secure yourself. How do you secure yourself? Secure yourself. I, just like leaning against yeah, the walls or something, I guess. Yeah, I guess. He said during landing, uh, I was thrown around and suffered injuries. And then after they landed, it took an additional 20 minutes for someone to start breaking the door open. Those doors seem very easy to break. I don't know what took so long. I don't know. I Y'all, don't know, man. I don't believe anything this guy's saying. You don't? No. Why? You know what he gets? What? Why the f*** you lying? What are you talking Why about? You like lying? the airline commented on this. No, I know. I believe he was locked in there. Oh, but you don't think the injuries? No. no. Flying around, tossing around in there. No. He just, he just wants a refund. Yes. But do you know what I it's, think he's trying what it's to get. like, though? Because when you're on a plane and it's landing, you are facing, like you're facing forward, right? Sure. But there, there's, there's enough a reason space because that, there's it's a so reason small. people don't sit sideways. Like, do you know how much you would get thrown and hit the wall? No. There's on enough space in there for you to brace your body. Yeah, but with landing, you're like, yeah, you're not doing loop-de-loops. It would be, it would be fair. He'd yeah. be like kind of like stuck to the wall, but not, I don't think he's flying But you can't around. sit sideways. Like you're sitting sideways. Like you're bouncing around Yeah, but around why didn't he sit there, on the man? floor? Nah, that, they're not landing that plane upside down. Oh, wow. I would have sat on the floor and used my feet. This guy's trying to get some money, man. What if he's not strong and he can't support himself? He's got, like, little bandy arms. What's that like, Jim? Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Okay. wow. How did I miss that one? Wow. That one right by me and into you, Shem. (laughs) Shut up. Oh. Oh. Sorry. That's what he said. Wow. 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 This just took a turn. Wow. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.